Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome everyone. It is a special edition of The Distraction. As you can see, Joe Holbert is not here. Tony Khan has cut his internet, just like he did with us last week. He knows the war is coming as we move to Wednesdays on USA Network. And so what we did is we went around Tony Khan and we said, we're going to invade AEW. We're going to go right to their front door, knock on their front door. And who answered but Ricky Starks? Ricky, how you doing, buddy? You know, that whole Larry Zabisco thing. <laughs> I'm doing great. I just got done working out uh, in preparation for my match coming up this Wednesday on Dynamite. So, uh, yeah, you know, obviously they send this in the, the PR god himself, me. <laughs> Is that what you're going by? You're, Jericho's the demo god. You're going to be the PR god. Uh, I think I'm more of like, I'll take that back. I'm not a PR god. I think I'm uh, I'm just PR. Just call me PR. It stands for public relations, and it also stands for Pretty Ricky. You're going to have heat with Ricochet calling yourself Pretty Ricky. I think that's his Twitter handle, is Pretty Ricky. I think he has bigger things to worry about than that. Let's talk about your match on Wednesday. You're teaming with Brian Cage against John Moxley. And Darby Allen, how did this, you know, this relationship with with Brian Cage come about? Because we saw it on screen, but you know, what was pitched to you for for this one? Well, nothing was really pitched to me. It was more of Taz recruiting me. Okay, really, especially after the match with Cody, uh, that I think Taz took a liking to me because it was something different. I think he can appreciate somebody with a little bit more tenacity than most people have there uh and obviously i I bring that to the table and that's what made me somewhat of a standout um i don't know i've i've known cage for a while now and i i like him and i think he's great we have a very good chemistry that you wouldn't think works initially but uh look at me i think i get along with anybody Um, if i like you if i don't like you then i'm not gonna get along with you you didn't like Darby Allen on Wednesday. You nearly took the man's head off. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I, I know some people, I know some people like that. You know, some people liked seeing that. Me personally, I thought that was kind of cool because I, I trucked the soul out of Darby and bent down and pulled him back to reality so that shows you that i have some type of compassion for my fellow man and uh i think that 
it's a pretty cool moment to see live. I mean, and in slow mo too. It was something different. I mean, you came out of nowhere, and Darby is a guy. I don't think it's a secret. He he takes a lot of punishment and, and pain, and I don't. I don't know what it is. He seems to enjoy it, um, but I, I'm sure he didn't enjoy that. But it certainly made for a great talking point and a great moment on that. And as long as he's okay, it sounds like he's going to be okay. He's going to wrestle on Wednesday, so I guess that's a, the biggest thing. Is he seems? I like he's guess. Okay. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know that Ricky does not. Uh, Ricky does not hold back, and I'm not. You know, I'm not about taking it easy type thing. I. If we're gonna go a hundred, let's go a hundred. Let's go a thousand. Um, that's where that's how I stand out above anyone else. Joe has mentioned this before, and I'm gonna bring it up here. You also stand out in just the way you carry yourself, as, in the way you dress yourself as like a star. Like that that attack you did on Darby. A lot of people will come out and they'll have their T-shirt on. They'll, you know, they're trying to sell you their merchandise and everything. Like you look yeah. like a star. You got your, you got your nice shoes on and everything that I'm very jealous of. And like you, it looked like Darby just offended you by the way he was dressing, and that's why you nearly killed this man. But you carry yourself like a star. Is is my overall point? Like what goes into that? Are you told like, hey? You know, here's a new pro wrestling T-shirt. Put that on, or you're just like, no, like this is how Ricky Starks dresses. This is how I'm going to continue to dress. Obviously, I dress like the right now. I just came from the gym, so I'm not dressed in my my nice clothing. But this is still a nice shirt to to have on my body, at least. But that's how I that's how I dress. I don't. That's the thing. I don't get people are just like, oh, he's trying to be like something. It's like, no, that's what I like to dress in. I like I like the nice clothes. I like fashion. Uh, and no one's ever told me that I can't dress a certain way. I'll have people that may clown on me back there, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Like (laughs) if anything, I would rather win the best dressed award, uh, bar none, right. Over anything. And, uh, the issue though is, is fans are just used to people coming out in like Nikes and, and basketball shorts. And, they see someone like me and it kind of goes up against the, what they're used to. And they go, this dude looks whack. Cause he's wearing, he's wearing some Gucci slip on shoes with a nice, with a nice, you know, uh, Gucci belt. And I had a nice little knit top with my gold chain. Dude, I look fly as hell. I look, <laughs> you... I watched it back. I was like, damn, I look good. I look good on dark the night before that too. You were you were very disappointed you did not have your chain on before we started this interview. And I, I definitely was very mad. <laughs> but see, I appreciate yes. that because like this is how professional like this is how the rock looked. I know you don't like the, the comparison to the rock. I don't think you're trying to be the rock. You know that. I think it's a good comparison. I mean if you're gonna be compared to anybody, sure. why not be the big compared to the biggest well, star I just in don't Hollywood? Get why, I just don't get why if someone dresses nice, why do you have to be right. like the rock? You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that. But but my overall point is like you look like a star the same way The Rock looked like a star. Be like there's nothing wrong with dressing like that. Like you don't need everybody wearing yeah. their black t-shirt and whatever <laughs> else. Like that gets I, I think Cody is the same way. Like Cody comes out, he looks like a star when he's out in the ring. And 
that's what wrestling needs. Wrestling needs more people who just go out there and they look like actual stars instead of guys who are just wearing their black t-shirts and just want to sell their merchandise. No offense to those guys. I'm sure they do well, but at the same time, it's nice to have somebody different who cares about his appearance. Hell yeah. Thank you. And you know who else cares about my appearance? Women. They <laughs> mess me and they say, wow, something about you is so like mysterious and I like it. It's like, yeah, it's called style. You should should find a man with that. I'm gonna take fashion tips from you because uh, my my style is is non-existent. I have no style think, at all. Bro, everyone has style. You just gotta figure it out. See, my style is the the black t-shirt gimmick, and that's why I'm so offended that everyone else is trying to copy it. That's why you stand out to me because I'm like, why is everybody biting this black t-shirt style that I invented? Boom! Exactly. <laughs> exactly stay claiming that um it's been a crazy month for you i've talked about it with you before of just like you left nwa uh you're wrestling you're wrestling a broom two or three months ago like that that's what you were doing you're wrestling a broom and then you you make an appearance on dynamite answer the open challenge of cody have a great match come out with a contract and now wednesday you're wrestling in a tag team match against the aew world champion like how crazy has this month been for you? To me, it's not crazy at all. To me, this is some. This is just normal to me, right? Uh, I honestly feel like I belong in the ring with people like Moxley, with people like Darby, Cody, um, Kenny. I belong there. So it's not. It's crazy to people when you put it in that sense. But honestly speaking, when I sit down and think about it. It just feels right. Like, it just feels right to uh, get in the car, turn it on, and then I have cold AC. It's just, <laughs> that's how it should be. That's just how it should be to me. So, while while you say it like that, it is crazy. I don't take it that way. And uh, I think this is just the perfect moment. And this is no different than when I, I before I went out with Cody. I, I wasn't really nervous because this is what, one, I've worked hard for my entire life and two i've worked hard so therefore i deserve it and uh you know being in the ring and showing people that i can hang with someone like moxley is that's just how it should be in life that's just a normal thing what is a change for you in aew because i know nwa was more on the the promo side aew they still do great promos um like the the first hour this past week was awesome and there eddie kingston came out and just cut an amazing promo but aew does tend towards to go towards more in ring stuff so what has changed for you being in aew i don't really think anything has changed for me like that drastically uh because i'm still used to all of that i'm still used to the in-ring work and i'm still used to getting the, the promo time if anything if anything the only thing that has changed for me is there's more cameras to find and show off and look cool and give nice poses to uh, but yeah there really isn't big there isn't a big change at all like i've been used to it for a bit especially doing the extra stuff with wwe and all that stuff i've kind of like gotten used to how this system goes um if, if anything it's a, it's way more laid back than nwa or wwe how about the empty arena stuff? Because last time we talked, 
you you praised AEW for the way they were handling it with having the the wrestlers in the crowd and stuff. This was before WWE yeah. started having wrestlers in the crowd, but you were also like hesitant of like I don't know how it's gonna feel like once I'm out there kind of doing that stuff. So how does it feel for you being out there? It's great. It's absolutely great. I I thought for sure it would be weird, but when you're out there, and those people who are in the crowd aren't trying to just play a emotion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's genuine emotion when they watch you wrestle. And I think the type of person that I am, you, when you watch me wrestle, you you can't help but to have a natural reaction to me. Um, and so and that's just me playing myself up because I know it to be, a, a, you know, as a fact. So I love it. I love it. Would I love the fans back for sure? But this will this is just as good. On on TV, it translates so well to the the audience at home who i also feel like is uh in sync with the reactions that you hear from the audience or you know the crowd dude i love it last last episode was absolutely tremendous just because the the reaction that you got the natural reaction from people that were there from the people that was ringside and then the uh friends and family that were also watching uh higher up in the, the stadium You've been in part of the crowd. You caught a stray during the the Sheeta and Penelope Ford <laughs> um, where you cut uh, a swollen eye off of that. First week you... on the job. <laughs> Are you given any direction in the crowd? Because we see we see like MJF, he's in the crowd like doing bets with like Sean Spears and stuff. Are you guys given like told like, hey, try to advance something here? Or are you just kind of left to your own devices? No, we just go out and we have a natural reaction to what we're watching and that's it. Um, I, I would hate to be told what to say or what to do when I'm out there because I'm trying to watch what's in the ring. I really, uh, you know, put something in, in motion. Uh, last time you were on the show, we talked about your, your appearance with the undertaker on the documentary Yes, and Joseph wanted me to bring this up. You do realize that your appearance on the show led to WWE doing the last ride documentary, right? Like they, they watch the show, Tony, Tony, Vince, Bruce, all of them watch the show. They steal all of our ideas. Tell Tony, we need our royalty checks for this. But Vince and Bruce certainly watched the show and they were like, this undertaker guy, he's got a real interesting character. Look, look at this story. Ricky Starks just told. I wonder what other stories they have about the undertaker. Right. And that led to the last ride. So you should get royalties for that as well. Just like we're waiting on that because your appearance led to that. I absolutely think I should. I think that me and Take should at least split the pot on that. Um, you know, uh, that's the thing. I'm such a forward-thinking person. Uh, there's a lot of things that I, I was doing back in 2008 when really it was 2022 that I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? So things like that. Uh, I, I need to get in contact with those people, get my money. I can tell you this, Tony will not pay you any type of royalty because why would you get that? You know, that's that's the thinking there. Uh, TK is a great guy who's not going to waste his time on that's that's sense. That's chump change. OK, that royalty. I mean, we are invading his program, so I don't I don't blame him if he doesn't want to pay me. But he's taking our ideas, Ricky. Like the least he can do is like give us an acknowledgement or something and be like yeah you know 
we we've got the four EVPs and all this stuff, and I have my own ideas. But those distraction guys, we that's a great show. He could he could at least shout us out or something. Uh, well, I could tell you this: uh, energy can not be destroyed. So, uh, <laughs> your thoughts and your ideas that you had were already floating in the universe, and they happened to land on Tony's mind as well. So, I would take the solace in knowing that, damn. Me and Tony Khan share a great mind alike, as opposed to thinking that he stole from you. That is true. All right. He would never. You know what? You're a very positive person, and that's why I appreciate having you just talking to you in general. Your positivity is very uplifting. I will start looking at it just like that of like, all right, we're, we're very similar in our mindset. He's obviously much more successful than I am, but we have a similar mindset. We have similar ideas. Everyone loves his ideas that are apparently mine as well are the distractions. I got to give Joseph credit. So I will start looking at it that way and start saying, all right, it's the same mindset. He's not hacked my computer like I believe he has. He doesn't just take from our show like he, I believe he does. You yes, can, it's purely a coincidence. You can tell Tony you have squashed the beef between the distraction and AEW. Hopefully that gives you a, a bump. Be like, you know, I, I've, I've played the peacemaker here. They won't come after you anymore. Joseph will not demand a trade anymore. What are you going to do for me here? So hopefully this works to your benefit. Well, I, you know, I don't thank you for that. I, I don't, definitely don't need the help there uh, as I am the uh, exclusive undertaker of the AW lockdown. <laughs> um, so everything will be fine. There's no issues now. I will slightly mention it to Tony next time I see him and he'll be like, cool, everything is good now. And, you know, there's going to be peace in the Middle East uh, after everything's said and done. Have you been to wrestler's court? Absolutely not. Why would? <laughs> well, now you're the Undertaker. You're going to be the judge in Wrestler's Court. I don't know. I think Luther. Luther's probably say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Probably causing some havoc uh, in, in AEW. He might have to go to wrestler's court and you might have to rule. You know, if, if I need to, I definitely will. Uh, I have no issue bringing forth some justice, swift justice uh, in, you know, Ricky fashion. But as of right now, everything has been cool, calm, no issues. I walk around. I'm very vigilant of things that are not right. And if I see it's not right, I nip it in the bud, you know. So... It's it's a uh, it's a pretty 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 good locker room so far. No issues, and I'm gonna make sure it stays that way. That's that's good. You know, I don't think they're gonna get out of line with you back there. They know better. 
They, they know better no. than to cross you. Absolutely what? not. You, would you want to get your ass kicked by a guy with slip-on shoes? <laughs> it's happened to one person. I don't think someone else wants that to happen to them. Uh, Mike Tyson was involved in AEW in an angle with Chris Jericho, and now Mike Tyson right. is going to fight Roy Jones Jr. I know you're a big boxing fan. What, what do you make of yeah. this Mike Tyson comeback? I would love to see it. And the reason I would love to see it is because of the nostalgia aspect of it. Roy Jones Jr. is, I don't know. I, if, if you weren't around from like, what is it, the mid 2000s? Yeah. When we had when we had rapping Roy, you know, <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought that was perfect. So these two are, are legit pop icons and also boxing legends. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't have no opinion on like, you know, who's be seemingly washed or anything like that. I just want to see where they're at right now at this current stage in their life. Uh, and then Mike Tyson and AEW, do you foresee him coming back? And would you like to, I, I mean, you're, you're aligned with Taz. I feel like Taz would step to Tyson along with you and Brian Cage once he's done with Jericho. Taz used to be one of the most dangerous men in, not even in wrestling, just in the world. He, he choked out an Olympic gold medalist. So, uh, I have no issues stepping to, to Tyson. I know he'll be back. And when he does come back, you know what? I One half of me is like, maybe I shouldn't. But the other half of me is like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, I, I think you got to look out for the gooch. I, I You saw that guy, right? With the, the face. <laughs> you got to look out for the gooch there, Ricky. That guy, he looks like he does not have a care in the world. <laughs> you know, you, I think as a public uh, announcement, service announcement for anyone watching and, and reading, uh, everyone should always be aware of the gooch. <laughs> be mindful of the gooch. I cannot wait to write a headline on that, and hopefully a lot of people click the article and check it out. I I don't know what the content is just going to be, but hey, you know what? It's a great headline. <laughs> uh, after, go ahead. I was just going to say... Uh, I welcome Mike Tyson back to AEW. Uh, I speak only for myself and Taz and Cage. I would love to have a sit-down conversation with the man and, uh, you know, see where that goes. After your, your first appearance on Dynamite against Cody, Dominique Wilkins tweeted that he wanted to manage you. And I instantly popped because as a big basketball fan, Dominique Wilkins, you know, saying that is huge to me. You've said on this show you hate sports. Did you understand that, like, Dominique well, – Look, look, that's a direct well, quote. That's a direct quote. <laughs> go ahead and, and insert that into this conversation. I don't know if I ever said I hated sports <laughs> like that. I, I said I don't, I don't really, you know, partake in it. I don't follow it. <laughs> Did you but- – did you get the significance? Okay. All right. That's what okay. I wanted I, to know. I did. I did know of him. All right. So before you even try to go there, I'll <laughs> let you know. I did know of him. And uh, I I welcome that as well. I, I mean, I have no problem breaking ankles with him too. Let's he, do that. He would dunk on people. And I mean, you're dunking on people every day. So I feel like it's a good fit. It actually is a good fit. Um, you know, I think I would end up teaching him something, uh, as opposed to the, the other way around, 
you know, initially I thought he was in the last dance and then I had to go back and watch it and he wasn't, uh, to my recollection. I don't think he was. Yeah. So that's okay. You watched the last dance. This is the real breaking news here. Yeah. I watched the last dance. I loved every single episode and, uh, you know, I just want to, I think, I I think in life, that's what I'm going to end up being is ultimately the MJ of wrestling in the sense of I'm going to save it and bring it to pop culture once again and go off and just have my own tequila brand and smoke cigars every day. You and and Britt Baker, do you have a a trademark on being the MJ of wrestling? Because you might have to fight Britt Baker for that. No, actually, Britt Baker can have that moniker, right? She can absolutely have that moniker. I was just saying, when it comes to the business side of how MJ did things in The Last Dance, that's where I'm going, all right? Fair enough, fair enough. I'm still just stunned to hear you watch The Last Dance. But hey, that's... That's great. I'm glad you you recognize that you are the Michael Jordan of pro wrestling now. But we'll try not to get Britt Baker on your bad side over that. On the business side, because this is going to be a headline, and I already know I'm going to have to deal with it when I get to the the. the show. <laughs> Ricky's not saying that he's the MJ of wrestling. He's saying he's MJ business like of wrestling. All right. I... For everyone who watched tries to write something about it <laughs> i just hope in in 30 years when they do what would the last dance for ricky starks be we get the last ride with the undertaker last dance with the, the last pose the last pose okay in in 30 years pose. in 30 years when they're 20. doing what's that 20 years oh 20 years oh, well see i wanted 30 because that way your business grows afterwards after you're retired from wrestling and stuff your business yeah, will grow business grow in six years so really we could do it 10 years if we wanted to all right fair enough and however long when the last pose the ricky stark story is on the aew network will joseph and i have a spot as talking heads you can you can write a foreword yes you can it's a video documentary though we're gonna write we're gonna yes so you write it and i'll put up the (laughs) picture of your writing on it and have your your credit there you're not even gonna have us as like the journalist on there like mike wilbon talk who who was it uh david aldridge did like that's what we want to do come on ricky okay my bad (laughs) yeah yeah all right i'll give you that all right 10 seconds 10 seconds oh my gosh so you gotta talk fast (laughs) gotta talk fast and not stumble over my words that's very difficult for me like extremely difficult for me to do i'm not a pro with this like you I'm got to do public more. <laughs> Can't believe you're giving us 10 seconds after all of this. Just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Maybe a <laughs> uh, What's it been like working with uh, Brian Cage and Taz? Because at first glance, it doesn't seem like a normal pairing, y'all three. Of course it doesn't. But it's <laughs> like things in life. You don't know if a combination is going to work or not. I'm sure there's people who thought chocolate and peanut butter wasn't going to be a very good uh, combo. And look where we're at right now. So it's been great working with these two. Uh, They are great business-minded people who really get it. And I think that they recognize real. So real recognizes real. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think this is great. Like, this is the best pairing in wrestling in a very long time. Are y'all officially Team Taz? I think the other thing was like the Assassins. 
No, we so we don't have a tag team name. Me and Cage aren't a tag team. We're, we're part of a team, like in a dojo or MMA camp. And the, that camp is called Team Taz. Okay. And so we're, we're a bunch of killers. We're a bunch of silent killers. We got the machine, Brian Cage, and then we got absolute me, Ricky Starks. So, uh, yeah, people think, oh, what's your tag team name? Our tag team name is Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. <laughs> I think the group name should be BTS, Brian, Taz, and Starks. Uh, I don't think there's any other popular group called BTS anywhere else in the world. So I think you guys could pull that off. Well, I actually hate acronyms, so uh, I think, you know, if anything, we're a money-making machine here, and I would prefer it we just be called Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, the ultimate duo. All right, I will refer to you as the ultimate duo in all articles from now on. That'll be your team name. Oh, damn it. This is why I should have took the, the social media training before doing this. And this is how things get out there, you know? <laughs> People are just going to – they're going to read this stuff. I am i don't know what I'm going to end up writing about. But they're going to read it and they'll take everything out of context, not realizing I, this is the most sarcastic wrestling show you could possibly absolutely, listen to. <laughs> absolutely. So that's why you, you have to say it and then, you know, uh, backtrack on it. Uh, listen to the product everybody that's what we tell everybody watch the product don't don't read read about the product actually watch the product to know what's going on and understand it uh last one i don't want to keep you too long have you listened to the new taylor swift album no (laughs) we we talked about it but i have tomorrow i'm traveling to jacksonville so i'll have enough time to actually sit down and process it and get into my feelings uh and, and listen to it i'm hoping that from this album there will be a a hype song that I can listen to before no, my match. There's not. I'm telling. I'm telling you right now, this is not the album you're going to listen to to get a hype song out of. I'm just letting you know that right now. Well, you don't know. You know, I can, I can groove to to Nickelback easily. There, there's no. Can you groove to Bon Iver? Can Can you groove to that? Hell yeah. Okay, I maybe. All right, maybe you'll get something. To me, there's not a hype song. This is a good album to listen to with a, a tub of ice cream next to you. That, that's how I listen to this album. Very um, interesting. Does, uh, Tony, does Tony have Kanye West money now? Because he has you. Well, I mean, the, the better question should be, does Ricky Starks have Kanye West money? And the answer is yes, I do. Uh, and it's not, it's not because uh, of a loan or anything like that. It's just I've been making investments. So while I do have Kanye West money and me and Tony can pull together our money together if we wanted to even buy a Drake song, uh, the fact of the matter is going to be we will not license a Kanye West song just yet. Just yet, okay? I'm working on getting Kanye to either perform for us, excuse me, perform for me. And, uh, yeah, I've been really toying with that idea, Um, you know, been talking to his cousin shout out to tony williams (laughs) and uh yeah i think i think honestly the day that i bring kanye to to aw will be the day that i really kill the internet for Uh, good i 100 percent believe that that the internet will certainly collapse when when not if when kanye west performs the ricky starks entrance theme is he doing all of the lights for you is that the theme song you would use what? No. What? I've never come out to that. Oh, 
God. <laughs> no, it would be it would be touch the sky, of course. Okay. All right. Yeah. The champion like, would be my Kanye West like entrance song. I love that song as well. Yeah. Did you did you realize that you were the champion in their eyes? Yeah. And that song was written for me, I felt like. <laughs> uh did Mikey but Ruckus yes, I did. did Mikey Ruckus do your theme? Because your theme rules. Like it's what, it's did. a great theme. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the here's a tidbit for you. Uh, I hadn't heard that song until I actually came out. Oh, really? So yeah. he didn't, So it wasn't previewed or anything. It was just, hey, go out there, and then you heard your theme, and you're. I'm sure you just you were reacting like, man, this theme. I already got the best theme in the company. I didn't even hear it beforehand. Yeah. Every time you see me come out, I I keep hearing it. I don't. Here's the thing. I never listened to it once I got home after that show. The second time I came out to it for my match uh, on Dark. That was the second time that I heard it, and I just grooved to it. So, uh, you know, I, I really do like it. I think it's great, and I think Titantron is great as well. It's so cool, and it's so me. And uh, I think Mikey really did his damn thing with that song. I I think it's one of the best themes in AEW, if not the best. And so, yeah, credit to him. And I'm I'm so stunned. Catchy. I'm stunned to learn you didn't have any input on that because I. It sounds so that that's really a credit to him because it sounds just like you and to where I thought yeah. like, oh, yeah, Ricky, definitely his fingerprints are on this. But hey, good job by Mikey Ruckus. Uh, yeah, I'll follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, where can the people find you besides tomorrow night or Wednesday night whenever this gets posted? Wednesday night, well, kicking John Moxley and Darby Allen's ass. Absolutely. On TNT for Dynamite, I would be just yeah. I'm going to try to really prove a point to not only Darby, but Moxley as well, that uh, this virtually unknown person will stomp your ass out in style and grace. And I'm going to do it live this Wednesday, of course. Uh, And so for those who are watching this who aren't familiar with me, you can you can absolutely find me on Twitter at Starkman Jones. And then you can find me on um, Instagram as Starkey Baby. And then, of course, don't forget to tune in this Wednesday once more uh, 7 Central on Dynamite where me and Brian Cage take on Darby Allen and Moxley in a great tornado tag match that I know everybody is very excited that it's making its return because the last time you've probably seen a tornado tag match was on Smackdown versus Raw 2006 <laughs> that came out for PlayStation 2 just saying that was a great game that might have been like the last great wrestling game honestly absolutely great game it was great online i spent a lot of time on there really (laughs) running through people uh yeah well we need the aew game sooner rather than later i have no idea when that's coming they keep saying it's coming i'm still waiting okay you'll be able to choose different outfits for me on there i hope so that is a big thing i need like the ricky starks with the blue and then the red and then i need one with with the gold chain yep yeah like, I need all of that. I think The Rock had, like, the $500 shirt as one of his outfits, which was fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, we need that with the, the Ricky Starks on whenever the AEW game comes out. Follow Ricky on Twitter. He's a very positive person once you get to know him and you get past all of his sarcastic jokes. Um, watch him. Are they sarcastic? Yeah, you're never sarcastic. Never. Watch Sorry, him. 
<laughs> Watch him on Dynamite Wednesday night tag team match against Brian, not with, not against Brian Cage, teaming with Brian Cage in a tornado tag team match against Darby Allen and John Moxley. As we invade AEW, Ricky, always welcome on the program. I appreciate it, man. Come back anytime. Tell Tony we said hi. Tell him to give you a raise. And uh, we'll talk to everybody later on. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.